This morning, I want to go through some trail tips, and, and right before I get started in those, I'm going to go through them rapidly, and you are not going to be able to write them all down. And I am not going to give them to you again. So do you know what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to get a tape. Okay? You're going to have to get a tape today because I, I have a lot to give you and I want to get through it all. Now, I call these trail tips, and if it's true that we're on the trail, um, then we need to be reminded, as I mentioned last night, where we're headed. That is, that we are on the trail, and there is a destination that we're headed for. And uh, when we get there, we not only want to arrive at the destination, but uh, we want to get there uh, having been pleased with our, our travel along the way. I think of this idea of the end of the trail, when we get to the end of the trail. Now, when you say end of the trail, for those that know a little bit about West and about Western sculpture, the most famous Western sculpture ever is James Earl Fraser's End of the Trail where the, the pony's head's down and the tail's tucked between its legs and the Indian's head is slumped and the spear is pointing toward the ground, the end of the trail statue. It's very special to me and, and special to Janet. The original end of the trail statue for years was in a little county park in Tulare County near Visalia, California. We used to go picnic there and climb up on that end of the trail statue and play on it. But at the end of our trail, there's something different than that picture. And let me give you a scripture verse that has been meaningful to me, and it always challenges me, uh, that what is at the end of the trail for you and me? Not just heaven, but the words from the Lord as well. In Hebrews chapter 11, in that great passage about all the saints from the Old Testament, there is a verse that's challenging to me. It's verse 16. And hidden right in the middle of verse 16, there are these words where it says, therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. I think that is the greatest epitaph of anybody's life there could ever be. At the end of your trail, at the end of my trail, to know that God is not ashamed to be called their God. Now, when we call Him our God, He's not ashamed. He's I want to live my life in such a way that that could be true of me, too, at the end of the trail. So that's where we're headed. We're headed towards uh, that glorious promised land. We're headed towards the end of the trail. We want to be able to get there in such a way that God is not ashamed to be called our God. Now, along the way, there are some uh, trail tips that will help us. Now, what I'm going to give you, and I think I can do it, I'm going to give you enough staff devotions for about uh, 20 or 30 weeks here, okay? You only need one each, each week. I'm going to give it to you quickly, and I'm going to tell you something about how you can apply that, and we're going on. And I want to give you another one. But I think these are fun, they're easy to remember, and they do help us be the kind of people that God wants us to be. Here's the first trail tip. I gave it to you two nights ago. Always drink upstream from the herd. Now that sounds obvious when you're out on the trail, doesn't it? To me, that means for you and me that we need to get to the Word of God before everyone else gets there and messes it all up. We need to be in the forefront of study. We need to be ahead of the trend in theology. We need to be digging in that word when it's fresh. 
and comes to us fresh. In your camp and conference ministry, you need to get to the Word and understand it before all those conferees do. You and I need to get to the Word when it's fresh, when it's pure, when it's running clear and be refreshed. Drink upstream from the herd. Here's the second trail tip. There never was a hoss that couldn't be rode and there never was a man that couldn't be thrown. You and I need to take an honest look at ourselves. The, the challenges that we have before us can be surmounted. God didn't put any trial in our way that we can't handle. On the other hand, there has never been a temptation that you might not fall to. We can all be thrown. And we need to take an honest look at ourselves, and we need to take an honest look at what Jesus and us can accomplish. What can me and Jesus do? Boy, we can do a lot. But I need to keep in mind that uh, I can stumble, and I can fall, and I can be thrown. Here's a third trail tip. Never ask a man the size of his spread. In the Old West and still in the West, you don't sit down and, uh, and ask a guy, well, now how many acres do you have in your ranch? You never ask that question. I have a feeling that uh, when you come to a place like this and if you're sitting down visiting with other people at other camps and conferences, and if you don't know them and you don't know their facilities yet, you're trying to size up just where they're at. How big a facility do they have? I don't know how you measure that by uh, amount of room. I don't know anything about camps and conference ministry, so I don't know if you measure it by the amount of rooms, the amount of acres, the amount of conferees you have every year, or, or, or how, or the amount of your budget, but I have a feeling there's a lot of sizing up that should happen. But you see, in the Old West, you never asked a man the size of his spread. It didn't make any difference at all. It's not a matter of whether we're bigger than, richer than, wiser than. It's just if we're responsible for what we have. Here's a fourth trail tip. After weeks and weeks of beans and taters, even a change to taters and beans is good. Do something different. Break the routine. <laughs> after, after weeks and weeks of beans and taters. You know, frankly, that does sound like some camp cooking, doesn't it? Because <laughs> I've been to some of your campgrounds, uh, you know, and many of them, and spoken at them, and I know on Friday night we always have the same menu, don't we? I mean, the last five years we've always had Friday night means this, and Saturday means this, and this, and this. Well, I'm not talking just about food. There are a lot of things in life that we need to kind of switch around. We need a little different variety. How often do you change the furniture in your office? Oh, man, switch it around so you don't have to look at the same wall for the last 17 years. Just a little bit of change just might be a nice change in the routine after weeks and weeks of taters and beans. Even beans and taters looks good. Here's a fifth trail tip. I mentioned that last night. Never take the sawn on the branch that's supporting you unless you're being hung from it. Sounds obvious, but you know in a lot of ministries... In churches, and I'm sure it must happen in a conference ministry as well, there, there is support that, uh, that we have uh, from different groups of people. And uh, 
and it's good support, and, and it's a financial support, or it's a, it's a volunteer worker's support. There's all sorts of support that comes to us. And uh, sometimes we get this great new idea uh, of something new that we should do, that we should change. And by changing it, we lose the support that we've had. And I think we have to be aware of the fact that uh, there's a, uh, there, there are certain uh, elements that give us good support, and we make sure we don't cut off that branch. Now, like I said, unless you're getting hung from it. Yeah, when I talk to pastors, I really, I really push on this one because a lot of pastors seem to be sawing off the branch that supports them. A lot of pastors come into a church and uh, immediately do b battle with the women's association. And I tell them, boy, you're sawing off the limb that's supporting you there. And I think that can happen in other ministries as well. Here's another trail tip. Generally speaking, fancy titles and night shirts are a waste of time. People are important. God's, uh, God's design and God's uh, plan and God's gifts are important. doesn't matter if you have a title uh, or, or you don't have a title. It doesn't matter if uh, you have degrees after your name or you don't. It doesn't matter if you get an uh, office with your name on the door or you don't. It doesn't matter whether you have a parking place reserved for you at the conference center or you don't. You are important, and those kind of things aren't worth much. Every person has uh, something to contribute. Every person is an expert. One of the things I've learned as a writer is to listen because everybody is a teacher and can teach me something about areas that I don't know anything about. Here's the next trail tip. If you're riding ahead of the herd, take a look back every now and then to make sure they're still there. Does that fit in a camping conference ministry? Are you looking back and seeing if they're still there? Now, are they following? Is the staff following you when you offer your leadership? Are they still back there? Are they still with you? Are the conferees, are the conference center, are people coming? Are they following what you're doing? Are you just having so much excitement going off on your own, you don't know whether they're back there or not? Here's another one. Remember, even a kick in the caboose is a step forward. Accepting failure is a step forward. There are some times when it feels like a kick in the caboose, but it gets us moving, and it gets us moving in the direction God wants us to go, and that's progress. The chances are, if he had to kick us in the caboose, it's because we wouldn't step forward any other way, and that's the only way he can get us moving. But we're heading in the right direction. Here's the next trail tip. The only way to drive cattle fast is slow. You know, in the Old West, when they headed up from uh, South Texas uh, to uh, go to the railheads in Kansas, they moved those great herds. Uh, for that uh, 20 years or so after the Civil War that they did that sort of thing. And sometimes in, a, in the pictures and the movies, I don't know what you watch in all the movies, but I, I like to watch the cattle moving north. And, of course, the first thing I notice is that uh, most of the movies are using white-faced cattle and not longhorn because they couldn't find enough longhorn for the movie. So that seems a little strange. The other thing that I always see in the movies is they run the same cows by. They'll, they'll have a camera angle here, and then they'll have it down here, and it's the same ones going by. I don't know. I guess they assume all cows look the same. And I suppose they do to some people. 
But they run the same ones. But the other thing I always like on the cattle drives in the movies is they're trotting the cattle right along. They just... Can you imagine what you did if you trotted, you trotted 4,000 head from South Texas to Kansas at this rate? <laughs> I mean to tell you, you wouldn't even have beef nuggets by the time they got to the, to the Red River. <laughs> when they moved those great herds north, they grazed them north. They didn't run them north, they grazed them. You just graze them, you just work them a little bit, they're eating grass all day long, they're happy by the time they get to the end of the day. You, graze, you move them slow, and you'll get them there quick, the quickest way you can. You move them quick, you're not going to get them there at all. Sometimes, I think maybe there are some things, some uh, programs that we're involved in, some uh, some ministries that we have, that the way to get to the destination quickest is to move slowly. The only way to drive cattle fast is slow. Here's a tenth uh, thing, a trail tip. A person who agrees with everything you say is either a fool or he's getting ready to skin you. If you have a staff uh, at your conference center and you get together and you do some planning with the staff, and I want to tell you, if everyone there agrees with you, they're either all fools or they're all getting ready to skin you. Because you have to have people around that have some other ideas, that have something else to say, that challenge your position. That's okay. That means they're independently thinking about it on their own. Here's another trail tip. There's a lot more to riding a horse than just sitting in the saddle and letting your feet hang down. A lot of uh, people, a lot of us get into a ministry, we get into a position, we get into a job, and we're there. And we can just coast through it day after day. We, we sort of have the minimum standards. What are the minimum I have to do to get through today? And that's sort of like sitting in the saddle and just letting your feet hang down. That's about the minimum you can do and call yourself horseback. But there's a lot more to riding than just that. And there's a lot more to your job than just surviving day by day in the same routine. Another trail tip. Don't get mad at somebody who knows more than you do. It ain't his fault. I have a feeling you are people you are people who learn a lot from others. That's why you're here. Uh, the people that have the hardest time learning from others usually don't come to conferences because they know it all. Why should I go to conference? I know everything. They can't tell me anything I don't know. Uh, but uh, I have a feeling you aren't that way because you're here. Yeah. There are people that know more than we do. In fact, I would say everybody in this room knows more than you do and knows more than I do about something. You just get them on the right topic. I mean, uh, what's, what, what's that little, Jan, tell me what's that little clay stuff? Femo clay? I don't even know what that is. Some of you are experts at femo clay. You can teach me a lot. We need to realize that... Uh, there are people that know more than we do, and the way we're going to get better at our job is listen to them. And if they know more than we do, it's not their fault. Okay, another trail tip. So I told you these are going to come fast. A good horse is never a bad color. 
And as far as I'm concerned, a good horse is never a bad breed either. A good horse is a good horse. It doesn't matter what color it is. No, yeah, okay, you like horses with chrome on them. You like horses that are paints. And you like horses that are Appaloosas. And you like Palominos or whatever it is that's your favorite color of horse. Yeah, we all have ones that we like better. But a good horse, you don't care what the color is. good horse is a good horse. doesn't matter if it's papered or not papered or anything else. A good horse is a good horse. And the same is true with our ministry. The same is true as we reach out and uh, understand our relationships with other people. Um, a good worker, a good co-worker is a good co-worker. Uh, whatever their background, whatever their uh, social status, uh, whatever their physical uh, looks might be, a good worker is a good worker. That's all there is to it. Nothing else is as important. Here's another one, and uh, I have a feeling that if you're ahead of a staff at a conference center, you're going to need to use this one. Oil all the wheels on your wagon, not just the squeaking one. You know, uh, they had to put a lot of axle grease on those wagons coming across the prairie all the time. Usually one of the young boys' job was, and there was always a bucket of grease that was underneath the wagon. And, uh, you know, every hour or so, they were slapping on more grease on those wagon wheels as, uh, as uh, that uh, wood uh, uh, squeaked along. But you didn't just put the grease on the one that was making the noise. That only meant that they all needed some. That was sort of the alarm that says all the wheels need some grease. And maybe that's true on staffs and conference centers too. When uh, only one is squeaking, might mean all of them need some grease. Yeah. We need to look after all, not just the one that complains. Here's another trail tip. The time to dance is when the music's playing. When the music's playing. There are certain times to do certain things, to get some things done. We end up a lot of our life looking back with regrets, saying, I should have done that back then. That's when we should have gone into that new ministry. That's when we should have taken a, a bold new step of faith. That's when we should have built that new building. That's, that's when we should have uh, had a different kind of program. I have a little saying uh, that, I, that I glance at that I wrote for myself years ago, kind of a little personal motto, and that is I've got to do the things in life I would regret not doing. I don't want to end up my life with a whole list of things. I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done something else. I want to do those things. And uh, the time to dance is when the music's playing. If you hear the music playing, then get involved in that program, that ministry, that uh, uh, whatever it is that God has before you to do. Don't wait. Don't postpone. We teach a lot of writers' conferences. Everyone in America is writing a book. Everybody comes up and says, you know, I'm going to write a book someday. And I think, no, they aren't. Not that they couldn't, but you keep putting it off. You'll never do it. The time to dance is when the music plays. Here's another one. There's no need to buckle on the shafts and the spurs just to drive in the milk cows. Well, you've got to think about that a little bit. But see, that's sort of overkill. If you've got two old milk cows and really all you've got to do is stand at the back of the barn and whistle a couple times, they'll come trotting right in, then you don't need to cowboy up. You don't need to saddle a horse. You don't need to put on shaps. You don't, you don't need to get out your rope or anything else. Now, sometimes as parents, <laughs> we overreact. Sometimes maybe in a staff relationship, we overreact. We, we act as if we have a whole herd to drive in, and it's just really a simple task. Just kind of whistle and they'll come. 
You don't need to overreact and cowboy up just for the milk cows. Here's another little trail tip. Maybe it'll apply in your situation. Sheep don't associate with wolves, and for a good reason. Some situations are spiritually dangerous, and we should just flat avoid them. Now, sometimes I have a feeling that uh, we have an inflated idea of our own uh, spiritual uh, strength, and we march out into all sorts of situations, some of which we should just try to avoid. And some are pretty obvious, just like sheep associating with wolves should be obvious. Another trail tip that I think might apply is you have to take ranch country for what it is, not what it ought to be. I think maybe we could just put right in there, you have to take your camp and conference center for what it is, not what it ought to be. You know, in, 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 in ranching, it's real easy to drive around wishing you had somebody else's ranch. They got more water. They got a better meadow. They, 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 they have uh, better drainage. Uh, they have more acres. Uh, they're closer to town or they're further away from town. Whatever it is, you can find something better. The only way you make your ranch any good is just to say, this is mine and this is what I have. I grew up on a ranch, and uh, we did some farming, a lot of farming. And uh, we farmed in some area where we had what uh, we call down there a hard pan. About six, eight inches under the ground, there is uh, uh, nothing, I don't know what to call it, except petrified dirt, solid rock. And it was about a foot thick, thick, and the only way you get through it is to dynamite through it often. And we, we, we would often plant trees by digging a hole, sticking in a half stick of dynamite, blowing the hole out, and then being able to plant the trees. I used to look at those with uh, that thick alluvial soil live in the delta there where the topsoil is about 150 foot deep. And I used to think how wonderful it would be to have property like that. But that's not what I had. And uh, you and I need to accept it for what we got. What's the ranch that God's given you? That's what you got. That's what you got to work for. Accept it for what it is. Not what it ought to be. Then there's, a, there's an old uh, trail tip in the Western saying, don't hang your hat on someone else's peg. I think that speaks for itself. You and I uh, can take credit for our own actions, but no one else's. And uh, we don't need to hang our hat there. Another one of the uh, trail tips, and I'm going to have to speed up it looks like, but the one that uh, my father used to tell me often, anytime I seemed to do something right, he would always look at me and say, son, even a blind hog can find an acorn. That is, uh, don't be overly impressed with your own success. Sometimes we just stumble into success. Sometimes when people say, how did you ever do that? We just have to say, I don't know. It just happened, and I'm enjoying it. I think sometimes when people ask me about writing books, I have to say that same thing. You know, How did I get into writing books? I don't know. It just seemed to happen that way, and I can't say it's any great skill of my own. Here's another trail tip. Never approach a bull from the front, a horse from the rear, or a fool from any direction. Never approach a bull from the front, a horse from the rear, or a fool from any direction. 
there are some people to avoid. I, I have a feeling every one of your camps and conferences, you probably have a person check in that way, isn't it? Sort of. This is the one I should avoid. All right, let me give you two or three more, and then we're going to wrap them up. Before a stable can get clean, someone has to get dirty. There are times just to roll up for your sleeves and get to work. And then here's the last. Your last trail tip for the week is you can't never tell which way a pickle will squirt. You know, I really like that. I like accepting and enjoying the Lord's surprises. You just, you just never know what the Lord's going to do next in your life. You just can't predict what he's going to do, but he's in charge. Trail tips. We are on the trail. I have gotten into a habit on the, in the last few years that when people write to me about my books and I send them a note back, I often sign my letters, not only drawing my little cowboy hat, but I'll say, on the trail. I like that phrase. We're on the trail. That's where we are. We're, we've left something behind, and we haven't got to where we're going yet. We're on the trail. Along the way, we want to live biblical lives, and sometimes we can find a word or a phrase or even an idea from the Old West that helps keep us on the trail. And I hope that this week the things that I've shared with you will give you a few trail tips as you go towards your destination too. Amen and amen. Let's pray. Father, we uh, were excited when you called us out of that land way back at the beginning of our uh, journey. We were, uh, we were caught in a land of darkness. We were trapped place where we were separated from you and through the work of Jesus on the cross, you, you set us free. You've transferred us. You put us on the trail. And we're thankful that you, you rescued us. And Father, we're looking forward to that end destination. We love singing those songs about heaven. We love thinking about the Lord's return. We love thinking about a place that's home. And it's going to be our home. But Lord, all of us in this room aren't there yet. We're on the trail someplace in between. And Father, I like the trail too. You have made it enjoyable because of those that are walking alongside of us. You have made it enjoyable because of the challenges that you give us each day and the gifts that you give us to meet the challenges. You've made it enjoyable because you're right here with us, leading us along a path. We have struggles, and we have trials and temptations, and sometimes the hill is, is steep, but we enjoy the trail. We pray not only that we'll reach the destination, but that we'll do it well as we hike along. Thank you, Father, for I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.